Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 5 of The Ram Report. Look up, Marlon. Say cheese. We back, bro. Ah, my fault. We back, bro. I was all in the phone. Actually, about to place a food on the money bill with the Right, right. You mean, cause, you listen, mean? listen. We've been busy all day. You know, me with the nine to five. My man, my man Simmons, man. He been in the gym all day. Triple S, man. It's, it's, it's serious. We're not gonna get into that. Cause, cause you're making some monsters. I got a sneak preview. It's ugly. It's really ugly. Y'all, y'all, y'all see. Go to my wrist. Go to my wrist. Go to my wrist. All right, yeah. But yeah, it's good stuff, man. My my guy Simmons is in here killing the game right now, man. Proud of this dude. But um, we back, man. We missed y'all. Um, but you know, life happens. Had some things. Coach been you know coaching up Fred Storm doing the AAU thing. So you know, you know. One half is missing, you know, I'm supporting my man in the gym. I can't do podcasts without my co-host. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, uh, for y'all who don't know, Ray Masonette, Anthony Simmons, we back. We back. Round so, report. What we gonna hit him with today? We gonna hit him with, um, we, we, gonna, we, gonna, we gonna be on topic, slightly off topic. We gonna get into the, to the deeper, finer things of basketball. Right, right. Which is history. Right, um, right. So I'm gonna let my man, Simmons, kick it off. I'm gonna go ahead and drink some of this uh, Nature's Twist. Shout out to Nature's Twist. Need some sponsors, man. Sponsor, I'm trying to get a little. But um, really, guys, um, <clears throat> today I just want to talk about this generation and you know, just more about learning the game, how we need to approach it off the court, and just understanding what history, you know, what I'm saying is. So, you know, what I'm saying my way of getting into it is, you know, always right now one of the biggest debates we hear is LeBron Jordan debate. We're not here to really go into it. Because it kills me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it bothers me, too. Um, I'm 100% Michael Jordan. It's not even a second guess. Me, too. It's, me not too even, it's not even close. I'm an 80s baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me, it's Michael Jordan. But the main point of it is, it's just like, um, so many times just being coaching, being on the van, being in the barber shops, being in different places, being in different high school gyms, hearing the kids talk, when they have the Jordan-LeBron debate, the biggest thing for me and my biggest takeaway is how this generation basically thinks like that basketball was invented now. That because of the stats and what they see now, that there's no appreciation of the years and years of basketball that happened previously or came before it. And that's like the biggest step to me in stopping your development. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not an appreciation of elders, and it's not an appreciation of the history of the game. Like, if you really 100% truly love basketball, then you're going to appreciate the history of, like, the finer things, like, the things that people don't understand. So, <clears throat> perfect example, like, for me, like, I think what a lot of kids don't understand is, like, one topic I talk about all the time is, like, the pick and roll, you know what i has become big in this generation of basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of teams that really don't run offense without it. But the crazy part of it is, like, I feel like the pick and roll is kind of hurting the game at the same time. Because when I play AU and I play high school, like, the pick and roll wasn't a focal point. Right. I can't even remember a time we did the pick and roll. Like, 
I mean, Stockton and Malone was doing the pick and roll. Right. But other than that, you had the ball in the middle of the floor. You had a, uh, somebody on strong in the weak side, and you had to be able to break your man down off the bounce to draw the defense and create a, and create a play for somebody. You didn't have no pick. Right. So once again, like to me, like that's part of not understanding the history of the game and not appreciating it because it's like just because we got the remix and everything that happens now. You know what I'm saying? There's a lack of appreciation of what of what comes before, of what always has come before that, man. So just when I look at the game, man, it's just like what I need to get you, what I need you kids to understand is there were people that did LeBron things way before LeBron. There were people that did Steph Steph like things way before Steph. There were people that did Russell Westbrook like things way before them. All these stars appreciate that. And so because of that, they go back in time to look at plays, look at players, you know what I'm saying, to look at situations, techniques. You have to do the same thing. Just because you have a trainer, just because you have one coach, doesn't mean you can't do your own research and educate yourself about the game. You know what I'm saying? Like basketball is, is a game that was played for a long period of time. It was even played with a peach basket. It was even it was even played without a three-point line. It was even played where you couldn't dunk. It was so many different things. You know what I'm saying? The lane had to be extended. It's so many different details about the game that you have to know because ultimately, when it comes down to your life period and you extending your career, it's about your overall understanding of the game. And that overall understanding comes from history. Right. You got to take on that. Oh, yeah, man. So, like, first things first, man, like, Again, not going to get into it, but it, it baffles me that the conversation doesn't happen like the Jordan and Bryant conversation. Who's the better out of those two? That kills me because I feel like I didn't like Kobe as, as a fan, but I had the utmost ultimate respect for the dude because he was such a student of the game. The things he can do, like it's very few players in the, even at the pro level when whenever they shoot the ball, it's like, oh, that's catch. Kobe Bryant was that player for me. Like, like every time he put it up, it was like, yo, that's cash. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing you can do. He, 17 half, uh, 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 head fake, head fake, head, going up, cash. It's like, you know, at a certain point, it was like, yo, this dude is great. This dude, it, like, five rings. I mean, what, what? And, and it's like, I feel like people completely glaze right over that argument when you compare him to Mike. But, and I think it would be a better argument. But anyway, um, like you said, one of the things that you, you pointed out, man, and I, and I see a lot as a scout is the pick and roll scenario. And again, knowing the history, knowing where it comes from, like again, Stockton and Malone made it, made it, you know, I wouldn't say famous, but they kind of ran into the ground because nobody could stop it. But one of the things I see today is like nobody plays without it. It is very rare that I can see a single player break his man down, like Dan said, and get to the basket. Nobody has. I wouldn't say nobody. I would say very few have have that ability to just kind of isolate without any screens, without any nothing, and just break his man down and get to the basket. Um, you know, I mean, and again, that's, that's, that's some of my bias showing because I'm a New York guy, and that, that reminds me of the New York City play, isolation, one-on-one, you know, get by your man. Let's see who's better. Let's see who's, if my offense is better than your defense. Um, but, you know, I, I've never been a big history guy, period. 
but loving the game of basketball so much, I find myself studying, like, oh, how did this happen? Where did this come from? You know, like, I was, I was an Iverson fanatic, right? And I, I kind of studied this crossover until I got it down pat. But then I was like, well, who else had a cross? Like, this didn't come out of nowhere, did it? He kind of did make his own thing, but then it's like, oh, well, it's in Hardaway's crossover. Yeah, right. two steps. Right, like, back, back. You know what I mean? Then, oh! hey. Yo, YouTube, Tim Hardaway had the nastiest two-step crossover. And he would do it at full speed. And then you kind of go back to, like, the Bob Cousy, you know, and the Pistol Pete's. Like, these these dudes that mastered the handle. Pistol Pete, that brother could play today. Pistol Pete in 1970 <laughs> was playing in 2020. Right. Yo, he was a class of 2020 in 1970. Like, 2020, like, hey. like he got his own movie. How many yeah. NBA players got their own movie? But like, you know, that's a lot. That was a lot harder for, for me growing up. You know, y'all today, you know, parents and players, y'all have access right at your fingertips. You can YouTube these brothers. You can watch it for yourself. Hours okay. upon hours. Right can, on I, your can, phone. I, can I jump back on that and then Get pause? On. But um, pause. the main thing of it is too is just like I feel like. Everybody out here trying to create the same player. And that's part of not studying the history either. Like what you'll see if you go back and look at 80s and 90s NBA, you the end the game, the game has evolved, but the game was still the guys that they didn't need that many dribbles to, you know what I'm saying? Right. To, to to become a pro. Like basically teams had maybe one or two ball handlers. You know what I'm saying? It looked very different. But everybody could shoot, whereas everybody in the NBA now can dribble. Everybody back then could shoot. The ball could be swung from one side of the court to the other. And whether it was your power forward, your center, everybody could hit a catch and face jump shot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you see it. People can't even shoot so much, they don't even guard. Even LeBron, like, it took a while for people to guard. Ben Simmons run rookie of the year, he can't even shoot a damn jumper. But he the real rookie though. But see, that's a whole nother right, talk. Right, that's yeah, a whole nother talk because I mean, like I said, man, I'm sorry, but that brother shoot free throws, man, with his feet facing that way. If I'm Ben Simmons, I would shut my ass up. But once again, I'm not 16. I don't have millions of dollars. Right. I don't have the Gonzalez twins like this dude, him and Aaron Gore, how they be shaking. Shout out to y'all. Woo! Shout out to y'all, girl. Straight up. But you know what I'm saying? Just like, just sticking with it, man. It's just like, you know, it's so many different things about basketball. And if you would really dig back into history and appreciate each skill and appreciate the different levels, it would be much easier for you to stand out because you would have so many different people and, and, and games to choose from. Instead of everybody right now, everybody right now, whether they're seven foot or five ten, is trying to be a six two point guard. Makes no sense to me. No, like, like, where's the dude that just wants to be Clay Thompson? Where's the, where, where's the guy that, like, how do you train to be Draymond Green? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how do you train to do the intangibles? Like, you don't have players that, like, IQ players just stick the game in. Everybody has to have the ball in their hand to be good. Right. Right? No, no, nobody can, nobody can be good without the ball in their hand anymore. Well, it's, I mean, the, it's the disrespect of the history. I think, you know, like you were saying, like, the comparisons, are, you know, and, and you know, sometimes it's media, you know, baby Westbrook, baby KD, you know, Steph Curry, like they, they always make these comparisons to 
for the kids, and I think the hype gets to him a little bit, man. But, you know, when you look at a Steph Curry and the way he's kind of morphing the game, right? Like, the way, in a way like Michael Jordan did, but not as influential. Steph Curry is more relatable, right? You look at that brother on TV, he is 6'4", right? So he ain't little, but most people, you know, people feel like, yeah, that's average height. He ain't dunking or, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's shooting the ball at a phenomenal rate. Everybody feels like they can do that. You know what I'm saying? When it was Mike, everybody wanted to dunk. Now they see Steph, and it's like, everybody want to be that. Like, I want to dribble the ball, break down the defense, and pull up five feet from the three-point line and, and chuck a three. And I think the frustrating part for me is it's evident that they're not putting in the same type of work he put in to be able to do that. So, you know, like, again, when you study, when you learn, you kind of see um, Coach got, coach got uh, something in the locker room about Kobe Bryant at 4 a.m. And it reminded me of an article about how he, you know, would wake up at 3 a.m. to work out and not doing nothing fancy, no cones, no this and that. It was just basic, simplistic, generic moves. And he got it down pat to the point where he didn't need to do nothing fancy. Like, y'all watch any film on Kobe Bryant. It's one, two, three, shoot. One, two, shoot. One pump fake shoot. Like, his game isn't rocket science. He just mastered the simple things. But that's because he put in the work. Uh, that's all I got on that topic, man. You got anything else? Nah, man, I think it was a great topic to just, you know, step back into the forefront. We'll step back into the here for us. Right. Um, if you have any questions, uh, comments, or concerns, you know, feel free to reach out, you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Comment on the page, you know, the preview will come out in a little while. We continue to build because off this conversation, um, that's going to build into the future of where the Ram Report is going. And that's just, you know, as far as like just helping y'all, help educate y'all on certain things as far as the history of different things. You know, so we don't want to just be the type to talk about it. We want to make sure you show show you guys and make sure that we're the example. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, piggyback right off that, man. Make sure y'all, y'all shoot the questions, man. Like, we answered them, as you can see. We did that a couple of episodes back. Oh, disclaimer. We're not saying LeBron isn't great. <laughs> just FYI. You know? Oh, he's Mount Rushmore. Right, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> like LeBron. He's definitely Mount Rushmore. Just want to throw that out there because people yeah. will take those words. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah oh, no, yeah, I'm LeBron. Nah. I'm specifically speaking about the, the GOAT. Like, I'm speaking about the GOAT. That's all I'm talking about. Like, him being better than, you know, this guy. <laughs> but we're going to keep, we're going to go. So, so... Let's go ahead and jump into this. I wanted to talk about this real quick. Um, AUC, it is here. It is upon us. It's all. It's, it's happening. Shit is over. Well, it's about to be. It's about to be over. This, this is, is this is special report. <laughs> 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 news <laughs> Urgent news. <laughs> like yeah, the, the 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 last live period. It's happening. And uh, some of y'all, some of y'all. Haven't been really, y'all might have been listening, but y'all ain't really been paying attention to what we said. So the window is closing, slowly but surely. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, just give y'all a quick reminder, man. Do what y'all do, man. Just go out there, play, have fun. Everything else is going to fall into place. 
He's lying. Okay, now, <laughs> let's tell the truth. All right, so, pretending the defense. Let's stick to the, the specifics, all right? We're going to make it quick because it's the end of July. You probably haven't pushed subscribe, so I'm not going to give you everything. Push subscribe, I'll give you more. You feel what I'm saying? Trying to get a look. All right, so real quick, quick links. Defensively, all right, live period. Can't just go out there and play and have fun. Nah, screw that. This is what we got. Number one, talking. All right, live period is about understanding. So the main thing you need to do on defense is talk. Whether you're on the ball, if you're on the ball, your speech, your verbiage should say ball, 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 or some type of distraction. All right, if you're away from the ball, help, or you're telling them I got shooter, or you're calling out a screen. That's number one, all right? Number two, hands, all right? Your defensive stance should be one hand mirroring the basketball, one hand in the passing lane. Once again, one hand mirroring the basketball, one hand in the passing lane, all right? Number three, number three, importance of closeouts and not getting fixated on the ball. All right, when you're away from the ball, you got two jobs. One is to see the ball, one is to see your man. Neither is to look at one of them things, and that's it. All right, so you're multitasking. You're looking at one, you're looking at the other, you're standing in between, keeping yourself between man and ball, and that's what you're doing. All right, whatever your other defensive principles are, that's what you do, all right? No need to gamble, know your personnel. All right, so quickly, talking on and off the ball, hands on and off the ball, inhale, not getting fixated in one of the things. Lastly, hustle. All right, you want to make a coach smile, the ball rolls on the floor. We are not diving through people's ankles and tearing ACLs, but we are getting on the floor in the quickest manner that we possibly can. So, on defense, all right, if we're talking, if our hands are active, if our head is on the swivel, and our, you know what I'm saying, our eyes are looking at man and ball, we're standing in between and we're hustling, then now specifically you're doing the things you need to do to possibly get recruited. Now let's switch to the offense. Hold on for you with offense. I just want to elaborate on something. One thing about that defense, man, like, players, stop doing that lazy shit where y'all, with a, with, a, with a screen for the pick and roll is coming and y'all run right into the screen because you don't feel like fighting over it. Coaches see that shit, man. Stop, stop doing Fight over the screen. And if you guard somebody that can shoot the ball, don't go under the screen. Go over it, please. Chase the man around the screen so he can't get a wide open shot. Just FYI, I mean, just, again, little things. IQ. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right, now we're good, man. Offensively, man. Offensively, number one, run your lane. All right? What that means by that is this. When the ball comes off the rim, you're not running in the zigzag. You're not running in front of the – you're not running into the ball handle. <laughs> you're running in front of the ball, out, getting wide. All right? The way you run down the court matters. Number two. Where should the ball handle be? Huh? Where should the ball handle be running? Straight down the middle? Nah, you can't, you can't okay. pick where the ball handle is okay. going to be running because the ball handle got the ball. Gotcha. So you got to run relative to the two. ball. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. So, number, rule number two. Rule number two. Catch and face. All right? Catch and face. The reason why I'm saying this is because you have to make sure you're playing relaxed. Now, a lot of us don't understand what that means, so let me elaborate for you. All right? For all my guys hanging on to this D1 thing, that means you have to understand in D1 there's gonna be pressure. So no matter where you're pressured or who is pressuring you or how tall or small he is, you have to be under control the entire time. That means you catching and facing, all right? Retreat steps, retreat dribbles are very important. 
All right, because when somebody is pressuring you, you're supposed to go by them, not bullshit with the ball. When somebody's pressuring you, you're supposed to go by them. Also, by catching and facing, you can see. All right, number three, do not over dribble. All right, what you have to understand about the college game is the ball moves from side to side continuously. All right, and unless you Trey Young, Colin Sexton, Quade Green, or one of these special guys that they're specifically brought in, and they're gonna build the offense around you to dribble it the whole time, you're gonna to have to understand how to pass it. There's a dribble count. Three dribbles, move it. If you can't do what you need to do in three dribbles, then move it. Lastly, number four, one of the most important, don't get hung up on points. Get hung up on how you play the game. It's about reads, all right? There's, there are guys like, listen, you don't have to score 25. You can score 10, you can score 11, you can score 12, you can score eight. It's about how you get there, all right? You don't have to four shots. In college, it's about making the next pass. So, you get more credit for driving to the paint and finding an open man every time than driving to the paint and shooting the ball every time. Message. All right, you get more credit for driving to the paint, drawing the defense, and throwing a nice bounce pass in your bed, and driving through the paint and doing jellies the whole time. All right? Because it makes stuff one-dimensional. Now, if you're a high flyer, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, and you have an opportunity to put it on somebody's head, by all means, put it on somebody's head. But coaches want understanding. They want to see that you understand when they make the extra one. They want to see that you understand when the pump fake because he's because he's coming out too high and they want to understand that, that you know that you understand okay i'm wide open let me catch without hesitation and shooting this all right so rule number one run your lane rule number two don't i mean catch your face rule number three don't over dribble rule number four it's not all about scoring show all the different things you can do in the game my last disclaimer if you a guy that is six between 6'2 six and 6'6 six six, and don't nobody know what your position is, this is not football. So we can't just put you at safety and say athlete. What you need to do is be a defender. That's a guy that's guarding somebody 94 feet, rebounding the basketball, all the things that people don't like to do. Hustle, rebound, guard, and assist. You can get scholarships out of those categories, people. Don't listen to all these guys telling you that you got to shoot the ball every time because I guarantee you, a college coach wants somebody that can rebound. A college coach wants somebody that can guard. A college coach wants somebody that don't turn the ball over. You know why? Because all three of those things are what wins college games. Rebound stops and not turning it over. Uh, I, want, I want to jump on number four, man. Well, first of all, let me tell you how I'm impressed by the fact that you just ran that whole thing down and was able to reiterate the numbers in sequential order on oh. like that, that's I'm impressed. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna get on my varsity stuff, guys. I'm getting on my varsity stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm running to play back for three minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's impressive. But uh, number four, man, I think it's not all about scoring. I can't say this enough, man, because and, and correct me if I'm wrong, coach, but I speak to I speak to a number of college coaches, and for them, it's not about you being able to score 30, 40 points. It's about what they see, your potential and what they feel like they can mold. That's why being coachable is very important, right? So looking at, you know, if you miss a jumper, but it looked good, a coach is fine with that. You're not gonna make every shot. If you drive to the basket and you don't finish the end one, it's okay. If you 
miss a free throw. It's okay because coaches understand that. But when you show them the potential that you have, they're good. Now, what's even better is when you do all of those things that Coach Simmons mentioned. You know, the intangibles, um, kicking it to the open man, crashing the boys for offensive rebound, playing and guarding 94 feet, being able to stay in front of your man on the switch, being able to talk and communicate. Those are the things that coaches would love to have their players do day one. If you don't believe me, look at look on Twitter at any program that um, any high level, high major program, the Pitts, the Dukes, the Carolinas. All you hear is whoa, 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 all that. That's all you hear because it's it's super important to communicate. So if you show college coaches you can do that, it will at the very least intrigue them. So and the rest is up to you. But. Um, I just wanted to elaborate on that one thing, man. You got anything else? Nah, man. My last thing is this, fellas. You can't say nah and then have a last yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're right. You're probably. That's, that's my problem. I meant to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> last thing is this, fellas. Um, college basketball is about culture. All right? You know what I'm saying? Um, so what that means by that is this, like, before the game, like you and your teammates need to create a culture. Whether that's yeah, y'all clapping. Whether that's you having your, hey. your clap, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever so it yeah. But you gotta get into the game. Like that coach need to see you like T, like in the moment. Like nothing turns me off more than watching a team warm up during live period, especially mine. Mine know quick, I'll cuss. Use positive reinforcement so fast with them on starting the game by jogging on the court, not sprinting. You know what I'm saying? And then like you six six, you come through like no 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 no. You got three minutes to warm up. Yeah, get hype. Get hype. Yo, you gotta turn that and shit into a party, man. You gotta get your teammates jacked up, ready to go. Like, it needs to be an event. You need to let all the coaches know you're so excited to play this game. You love this game so much that you're willing to do anything. That you're willing to do anything for it. Between these lines, you're going to put your face on the line for it. All right? So it's about creating a culture. You know what I'm saying? The other thing they want to see is, once again, your teammate hit a shot, knock down. Good shot, boy. Clap it up. Smack him on the butt. You know what I'm saying? He shoot an arrow, you shoot an arrow. Like, you get you, your teammate get a good rebound. Sprint over there, pick him up. Stop him on the It's about creating a culture. The more that coach thinks you come from a winning program and a winning culture, the more he's gonna want to bring you and make you a part of what he has. Cause he know he don't want to teach you those things. It's so many times that you want to get put yourself on camera to do the ignorant shit in the world. Like litter, throw trash, smack each other on the neck. You know what I'm saying? You with these girls pouring water on each other. Or challenges. But then you walk into a, a gym. Yeah, you walk into a gym with all these coaches sitting in front of them and you ain't hyped for that. That's the craziest nonsense in the world, man. So it's about creating a culture, boys. Listen, you got a week and a half left. All right? Some people are going to be blessed to have next summer. But some people, this is it. 
Alright, at the end of the day, leave it all on the floor, man. Leave it all on the floor. Remember my quick keys? I'm not gonna tell you again because in practice you gotta pay attention when the coach tell you the first time. Right. Alright? Maybe you subscribe, you can watch this episode as many times as you want. On the so, regular. I mean, you know what I mean? Leave it on your phone. That's it, man. That's all I got. Rammy. Right, Rammy. We out of here. We out. Tell your sister I said hello. Don't, don't. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking us out, man. This is one half of the Ram Report. Ray Mason, I just wanted to give y'all a quick reminder. Make sure y'all hit us up on social media. We on Instagram, we on Twitter. Uh, but also, make sure y'all give us that five-star rating, man. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Again, we do it for y'all, so we definitely want to make sure that interaction piece is there. So uh, go ahead and drop that comment rate. Give us that five-star rating. Yeah.